What is going on, everybody? This is SCP CRNP, aka Lack of Lepers, and want to welcome you to today's show, which is our Confit Call-In, presented by SCP Meta. This is a call-in show where you kind of just talk about what you want to talk about. More than happy to do it. Anything going on in this space. I do want to start with just a brief announcement. This will be our last show. Very sad. I can hear I can hear peripheral applause from some corners of the space, but uh, you know everything must come to an end. All good things, especially and. Um, this is like any other season of a show. We're happy to end it uh, just as definitively as we started it. And so I hope this has been educational. I hope it's been fun. And I really hope it's been uh, a bit of a model. Um, I would personally just having um, plans to back away from a lot of um, publicity in the space. I'd love to see this sort of style of approach, you know, a sort of um, spectators sort of sport approach to this space. I think it certainly has the capacity for that, it has the talent for that, and it certainly has the drama for that. So, on that note, I want to thank everybody for showing up. Uh, we got Pixelated Harmony and Almerduck. Thank you for showing up in the SCF. Yee. Hey. Nice to see you all today. And just uh, just an FYI, if anyone would miss this show, uh, I would recommend you just get into the Society for Containment Fiction Discord. It kind of basically is what this is, just centralized into a microphone. Yeah, and we, we talk about the same kind of crap that we talk about here on the show, in our, and we talk about that same crap in the Discord server all the time. Yeah, good convos. So um, today, just wanted to kind of, as we always do, start with our local news. Um, I do want to extend an invitation to anyone who would like to call in, if they don't have any other means, uh, 316-444-3115, and that is our number. You can call that. That'll be live. I want to thank you, uh, Dr. Caldall, for showing up. Speak of the devil. Oh, there he goes. He's, he's got something for us, doesn't he, for the last episode? Yeah, he does. We've got at least a message, uh, at least a voicemail we'll, we'll check out here. But um, on the screen, let's just go through our local news first. So obviously, Conflict Magazine is still pumping. We'll still be doing that, uh, hopefully to release things weekly. Um, this last article that we released uh, is by 1KD, or 1,000 Dumplings, as you may know. Um, Great article. Yeah, excellent article. The dark rooms. This is really what I love about this space. There's always some tucked away sort of niche that uh, no one has quite uh, spotlit yet. And so this was really that. Uh, 1KD took us through sort of a tour of this, what seems to be an isolated project in sort of a liminal fiction kind of variety. Yeah, it seems like it's literally just done by one person. So it's, it's interesting to see it from the auteur. I think that she even it's in the article that it's like, I really like that this is like an auteur project, that this person really committed their own vision and actually followed through on it. Yeah, which, you know, brings the question up, you know, containment fiction. I think, you know, once again, any term for this space, any term for this movement and direction style is not perfect, but that would be one of the things that I would critique if someone tried to make this sort of collaborative fiction or, or collab fic or something is that it doesn't necessarily have to be that. It usually is. I think it's best when it is, it's but cooler when it is. yeah, uh, but, it's still pretty cool. but you can still do it. I mean, there's no, there's no reason why you can't write this, um, you know, in a vacuum is as unfortunate as that might be. But anywho's, so that's that. Uh, we've got an interesting article coming out probably in the next day or two, so keep your eye out for that. Uh, once again, um, yeah, I can I can give a sneak preview to anyone watching it. Oh yeah, I, go I ahead. Can, I'll throw it up on. I'll share my share my screen here. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> 
Those of you watching the Twitch, my camera decided to uh, get really blurry. Let me try this. While, while Harmony's discussing, I'll try to fix this. Anywho. I think it was me. I think I was I was trying to stream. It wasn't working. I'll just jump in the stream yard and do it do it from the source rather than try to do it through Discord. That's what I was doing there. Ah. Well, tell us about tell us about the uh, article that's coming out in the next couple sure. days. So yeah, the article is one sec. I've, I've got my push to talk. I can't push to talk and also type in the thing here. So one one small sec. Hope you're doing well, by the way. Thanks for showing up. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm doing pretty well today. I, oops, okay. I had a, I had a good day at work, so it's just been, it's been chill. Nice. Well, while you were setting that up, let me just go through this briefly, um, just to kind of put our pulse um, check on the space. We do have a Lost Places contest at um, Hayose Liminal Archives, so that should be fun. Um, check that out. I don't know if there's any, no entries yet, but um, the writing started on the 1st. Uh, the voting will start on the 12th of next month, and then it'll end about a week after that. And our winners will be about this time next month. So check that out. Far away stories from lost places that should, uh, I think, be promising for sure. Yeah, there's, there's always last minute entries these contests. I never worry anymore when I don't right. see any entries right away because I know that there's people working on it. There's a community around it. Right. All right. And then uh, RPC is the same way. It definitely has uh, a contest going on. Aberrant Treasures of the Caribbean Deep, sort of a Pirates of the Caribbean sort of vibe. Um, and so I don't think this has any entries yet either, but uh, I do think it will. So check this out, and um, I can't remember the dates on this. I think it's about the same time. Submissions close really in about 10 days, and the winners will be announced Yeah, mid-September. So check that out. Hey, Harmony, will you mind turning yourself up just a wee bit? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. So check that out. And then the last thing I'll do just before we – because, Harmony, your, your story that you're about to tell is going to dive right into basically today's subject. Uh, so before we do that, I do want to also mention – as part of the uh, withdrawal from the space, um, just uh, in terms of cultural production, um, this show, this is the last show. Uh, so once again, appreciate everybody who's listened and participated particularly. Um, the Weekend Collapsible will end. Um, the last show will be this Friday. We'll finish all the 7K entries and then, and then hang up uh, that as well. Um, and then my blog, uh, I've basically put a cap on the blog. Um, I think I've said everything I want to say about it so um you can check that out always lack of lepers is a great round number to cap it off on too yeah i'm a sucker for that kind of stuff i did that at rpc when when things presented themselves in a tidy bow and i just feel like you know uh i i guess i'm just a little sensitive to when to ending well so i feel like 100 posts is good uh, you can always check that out everything i've really ever wanted to say or have to say i've said on this blog so, um, you know, I kind of, I kind of feel like I'm running out of things to say, um, but it's all there. So check it out. Um, my last post will be, who knows, uh, but it'll be just a containment fiction article just to send it off well, but, um, check out, uh, the, uh, goodbye post, which is called this blog will end at a hundred posts. Check that out if you haven't. Um, and, uh, yeah, I appreciate everybody who's checked that out. All right, Harmony, why don't you, uh, I see what you got on the screen here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what it is that this Config Magazine article is going to be about. And really, this will kind of be the topic of the show. I really don't have any notes prepared today. I thought it'd be fun to 
just kind of go off script completely for our last time here. Um, and there's basically just one major event that's been happening in the space that I'm pretty sure will be central to the talk today, even if I did have notes for other things. So Harmony, why don't you start us off? Oh, I wasn't pushing my button. Yeah, sure. So uh, I have got my article here, which is the, the, the title and the thumbnail is Damn Yankees, but the actual title of the article is going to be some variation of questions on personal identity. What do our who do our flags stand for? And I say who and not what, because in this case, the who is uh, American SCP Wiki users at the expense of everybody else in the entire world. Which is a, a, big, a big opponent to, to put yourself up against, I think. Yeah, for sure. And, and um, so we've seen this before. Uh, interesting, if you're looking on the screen on the Twitch, we got an interesting um, article draft here. Dr. Caldall says, uh, Caldy Rocker's in the house tonight. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> I haven't forgotten about that one. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be an interesting article about just the recent events, obviously, um, that have been happening with the SCP Wiki. This is, is in so many ways, it's a replay of, of past drama. It's sort of like a reheating of things we've already seen. They didn't, they didn't solve the, they didn't actually resolve the tension the first time, so it just came back stronger. Yeah, and honestly, I don't know if they've resolved it this time either. Not yet. Yeah, well, it remains to be seen, definitely. And so I think that, you know... Discussions are still ongoing. Mm. They'll be ongoing for at least a year. I think uh, SCPS staff were asked as a favor to put a moratorium on some translations, which uh, are the ones that the... Um, that the translation rule about logos would apply to. And that moratorium has no defined date. Uh, it might last at least for a year, I think. Man, I w if I was in SCPS, I would not even do a single thing for these people after the way that they've been treated until something serious w was done. Because, man, no, uh, SCPS fucking despises them. Uh, they're doing it for themselves. <laughs> Just to make it stop, just, they're being the bigger person, since apparently the actual bigger person in this situation can't bring themselves to do that. Yeah, it was actually kind of amazing how everything ES did was ask each other to, like, not say anything, keep everything private, to their Discord, never confront, don't say anything on Twitter, like, the entire way through. Yeah, that seemed to serve them pretty well, because I think that they've done a lot better. I think I, I have a part in the article that... I have a thought that I need to, to complete that essentially is that saying how they, they they did differently than the other branches who've been screwed with by the uh, by the by the main wiki the, the so-called main wiki here's yeah. the self-described main wiki right and that's kind of what I want to kind of put a wedge into today is just to kind of explore this topic so you know if you really ultimately think about it the only real benefit from being called an official branch of the SCP wiki is the main page link and then also that that um, sort of salutation or that uh, status as being quote unquote official. But you know, given that all of this is CC, you don't really need anyone's permission to actually create a, a branch of this fashion. You know, it seems as though the official designation is really only existent or meaningful insofar as it is respectable. So, I mean, if somebody doesn't have respect for the entity that is doling out these official statuses, I'm not sure there's much more to that designation than just that. You could have seen this, 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 this is the same problem, you could have seen this coming a mile away, you could have called this out when it happened to the Russian, you could have called this out when it happened to the French, and now it's happened twice with the Spanish branch, and it's like, what did you expect that you were going to get out of this? 
Well, uh, an important part of the like the partnership is the the translation module, which is the the thing most people use to find translations. Obviously, you can find them in other ways. You can just like substitute the URL with the same um, article name. That's kind of uncomfortable. Uh, but the, the translation module, module definitely is, makes uh, it makes it easier. Yeah. Also, uh, a lot of this, from my perception of it, has been that the the ambassador team has been pushed by other staff members and other members of like the wiki in general. At least that was the what happened in November last year. I think that's just to me. That's just a sign of uh, of another failing of the SCP wiki that the ambassador team that they've created, the people that they have in charge of this, are so weak that they can't actually stand up for their prerogative and get bowled over by the bigger fish when it suits them. You know, I remember reading the um, recaps about the last incident that we had of this nature, and uh, if, if I think I'm correct in saying this, that Lady Katie is essentially the INT ambassador, and at that time was really one of the individuals who, you know, in some ways sort of cooled down the situation, sort of pointing out how uh, undiplomatic it was for certain individuals to have done what they did back on that first time. And so I haven't really heard anything official uh, from from uh, the English branch, obviously, about this. And in some ways, you know, this is basically an organic sort of grassroots, um, you know, protest, I, I guess we could say, from EN authors. So I'm not too sure that it would be staff's prerogative as it was last time. But for what it's worth, we do on the screen now, and Harmony, I'll just switch to mine on the Twitch if you're okay with that. Uh, we do have basically the only um, official uh, acknowledgement of the the event so far, which is this non-disciplinary record for a few individuals who were participatory in the last time this happened in somewhat of aggressive uh, manners. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 the, the fact that it's taken until this for them to realize that they had to, to to actually do something about it shows how little how low it was a priority for them until oh well suddenly this this old wound is flaring up again we better put some salve on it yeah and and a really strange part about it was that if you go by what the uh, spanish branch has said about it um this was sort of the hang up about last time it was sort of the the thread that wasn't really um dealt with last time um a loose end if you will which was to say that you know, there was this disciplinary promise for some of these individuals. Um, excuse me, one second. Uh, there's this disciplinary promise for, for some of these individuals, and it never really happened. Um, and at the beginnings of these talks, if you read the initial ES statement, um, the EN branch was not going to discipline these individuals in any fashion until... Um, some of these demands were met first. So it's just, it's almost like, you know, having an argument with somebody 10 months ago, calling them back up and just picking right up where you left off 10 minutes ago. It was a very, uh, like, I think part of why they did that offer is that because, um, yes, kind of demanded that before they could proceed with, uh, diplomacy that these people were punished. So mm. Ian just kind of reversed the reverse the entire offer, but it's wrong of them to do that because, like, it should be done as a standard before you can discuss something with someone. You shouldn't put, like, uh, the card before the horse. Yeah, it's almost, it almost feels like it was a, um, a bargaining contingency, you know, as opposed to anything informed by principles that should be maybe independent of that.
So, I mean, for what it's worth, this did come out. Um, the individuals, uh, I'm not going to read this. I'm not going not gonna to call them out, obviously, here. You can read this for yourself. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and, and then I think the last check that we've had, um, there's been somewhat of a, somewhat of a, certainly a cool down, but maybe even a little bit of a course correction coming from EN. Um, we've had one of the more vocal individuals about this whole incident um, come back as of, I guess, yesterday and basically want to, um, for lack of a better term, sort of recant, uh, maybe even apologize for what is quote unquote a gross overstep. So, I mean, there's that, yeah. which is nice. It's, it's, it's good to see. I was looking at, there was, I was, I was, I was not, I was not surprised at all to see Dr. Sumerian <laughs> saying that, I was going to see this resolved, but his, his pedantic point of, of, well, this is my petition and look at all these people who have signed it. We should still look at it. We have all this. I don't, I don't know what, he doesn't seem to really care about what it's trying to achieve anymore. He's just like, well, the process is already in motion. We should let the process that we've started play out because he's a very procedural kind of guy. So to me, that absolutely tracks with his personality of how uh, much of a pedantic person he is in that regard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the damage is done too. I think this applies to. Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, I think this kind of applies to the whole group of people that are behind this petition altogether, because uh, the way the English wiki goes about drama, uh, feels like once they set out to accomplish something, they are not willing to compromise ever at all, and. Any attempt at compromise feels like some kind of a trail, or like they can't do diplomacy because diplomacy requires uh, agreeing to the best option possible. Because sometimes you just can't get uh, exactly what you want, and Yen is never quite willing to accept that. I feel. Hmm. Yeah, it's almost like they hold. This is a case of that. They. Yeah, they feel like they hold all the cards, and it's really their way or the highway. Yeah, yeah. So I this mean, this is an example of how it's uh, come to bite them in the ass. Yeah, uh, I think this. A lot of us saw that this was probably a bad idea from the get-go. I mean, obviously, it comes from a place that I think we can all empathize with. Um, you know, we we're kind of this way. People kind of uh, joke about us in this fashion, where we say dramatic things like "we won't be silenced," you know, yada yada. Because anytime you experience that sort of uh, marginalization or censorship, you know, there's some parallels. Uh, with that, we can understand. I mean, it's it's very you know invigorating. You, you get very uh, activistic when people are trying to make you lesser than what you are. But you know, this is kind of something. Really, once again, one reason I'm I'm okay with sort of backing away from political commentary in the space is because this has been said so many times. Um, you know, the the danger of a group that has been historically marginalized coming into more of uh, social gentrification or capitalization. Um, they run the risk of essentially just rebuilding the structures that they have do, that they have somewhat taken down. Uh, the whole experience really just being a power hand change. And so that's really what I'm afraid of seeing. And this was really, I think, probably the most pronounced um, incident uh, or evidence of that unfortunate cycle repeating itself. Especially because it was turning the screws on other queer people. So it's, 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 you're, you're using your 
your identity of who you are as an excuse to go after people without doing the research first and just assuming that they must be against me because they're different. Yeah, go ahead, Alma. Yeah, that's the infuriating part. They didn't, like, ever consider asking the, the queer members of SCPS or contacting SCPS or even, like, trying to consume their content, seeing what kind of yes. community they are. Yes, because... If they you they even... tried nothing. They just assumed from the, the rule yeah, if you, their if you entire really... character. If you had even cursory knowledge of the Spanish branch, you would know that they are gay as hell, and there's no way that you could ever consider that community to be homophobic. It's ridiculous. Right. Well, you know, I, the, the problem, once again, the problem is once you get sort of carried away with this sort of um, momentum that you may be experiencing, you know, socially, you know, there's a tendency, if you lose sight of a bigger picture, that you're inevitably going to turn against the people in your own house. You know, um, and and sort of find the biggest. I mean, it's the same picture with something. You know, like ch like a church with the denominations. I mean, the people within one given church will have more bitter, you know, differences with uh, denominations than they will with other religions at times. And you know, that's not a perfect analogy, obviously. But yeah, I mean, just when you get to the point where you're you can't see the nuance, you can't see a larger picture. That there's something here that combines us way more powerfully than the, the minutiae that we're sort of differentiating ourselves over or trying to differentiate ourselves over. That's just a huge red flag. And, you know, once again, I, I feel like what, what has been performed by the English branch of the SCP Wiki is so much of its own commentary that, you know, I, I don't have a role in this anymore. You know, it, it, they've done the work. You know, this whole time I've been interested in pointing out subtleties, uh, things that people aren't maybe seeing, um, but it's just gotten so bad now that, uh, I, you know, it, it's all right there. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's blatant. The cancer has fully metastasized. I, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say it out here. Uh, the letter that's on screen right now, I wrote it. I didn't agree to post it or sign it because uh, it was pointed out correctly that if my name was attached to it, it will lose its meaning. <laughs> Isn't that sad? That's crazy. I think you can notice uh, my writing style because of the hyphens. Ah. How fucking wrong they are everywhere. Oh wow, you wrote this? Yeah, you can notice. You see, yeah. see the hyphens? That's, yeah, that's it's, like it's, my it's trademark. Right there. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, I definitely recognize that from the mission statement. That's funny. Yeah, now, uh, watch everybody, watch everybody turn because, uh, their whole opinion over. Nobody would fucking agree to signing a letter I wrote. Yeah. That's a shame. You know, that's, once Amazing. again, that, that's really the heart of what this is, is that basically, um, you know, when you have too much of an eagerness to not base your opinions and, and your, your views on data or doing your own research or looking when no, where no one else is looking, um, just taking the community's word for it when it comes to things like ES, when it comes to things like uh, Harmony, you know, quote unquote, being a harasser or whatever, uh, you know, you get into these unfortunately rushed conclusions that are end up being completely incorrect and I got I got a prophetic word for the whole community here the same thing that happened to ES is going to happen with Harmony because Harmony hasn't done anything as wrong as what people are making it out to be in the same exact fashion that ES never did anything wrong that people are making it out to be it's just that Harmony is one voice ES is a community they can better defend themselves 
Uh, it's going to take a little longer, but Harmony is going to be, you know, EN is going to have its foot in its mouth again. This is not the last time. Yeah, I think, well, I'm not sure how much this will affect EN leadership at all, but I think it's been recognized that they, like, fucked up really bad. Right. I'm not sure how much they will learn, though, because uh, the community is still kind of mad about this somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they're a little okay, bitter. But it's kind of a momentum kind of thing where they'll... Some will admit to being wrong in, like, half a year, maybe. Correct. Yeah, it's got to cool off. <laughs> the Great War of Config, Dr. Murray says. Yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, this is really a, a continuation of the of the um, diplomatic fractures that happened in 2018, right? I mean, the whole reason that we're here is because, for whatever you think about it, the Pride logo is really the only one that's sort of given this exceptionalism where it can be in the position to be, um, you know, targeted against. I mean, one thing that I that I think is interesting to point out that not a lot of people have observed is that, you know, uh, you can say things like OES's policy was discriminatory with respect to, you know, this Pride logo, but you have to ignore the fact that the Pride logo is really the only one that has been given that elevated sort of treatment. You know, for whatever reason, maybe you have good reasons for that. Maybe you think that's a good thing. But that also means that if someone is only approaching and reacting to that one that one incident of it, it's it's kind of not not really reasonable to think that it's so targeted against that one thing philosophically, particularly when you have something like ES's policy, which is just trying to keep an even playing field for the visuals. But yeah, this is, I mean, uh, oh, we got a call. Let me see. I now have shepherd's pie. Hey, one caller, one second. Let me turn you up because your volume is too down. Uh, give me one second. All right, go ahead. All right, so that didn't work. Very clearly a crank call. That's pretty much all we've gotten. But <laughs> but we take those too, so check That's it out. That's funny. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, someone's listening. So funny. Um, anyways, but yeah, I, I kind of wanted to bring back something that we've seen somewhat of an awareness with in the space. People like Optimistic Lucio have said this on their Twitter. Um, and uh, let me take this real quick. One more time. We'll try it out. I think it's a crank call. Caller, you're on. Go ahead. Hello. What can I do for hey, you today? <laughs> I'm just going to hang up on that one. Nice try. Um, but yes, yeah, the same situation with Jackrabbit. You know, people were very too eager to take someone's opinion or the kind of group opinion for something, and it ended up biting them in the rear. I mean, they had to slowly come back around to the fact that they weren't nuanced enough in their thinking. This is really the same problem that's plagued the community. So, you know, Almerduck, I agree with what you say about are they going to learn from this? You know, that's a huge question. I think that they need to because luckily this sort of resolved itself in, in somewhat of a fashion, you know, but there could easily have been and will be uh, a similar case where the result is these international communities deciding that this is just absolutely too much and, and really they have nothing to lose. They have absolutely nothing to lose by delegitimizing themselves with respect to the official status that EN is holding over their head. It almost came to that before, yeah. like, it, just now, a few days ago. INT was about to, like, blow the fuck up and everyone go their separate ways. Yeah, it's sort of a self-righteous suicide on EN's part. I mean, look, I mean, you can be proud of who you are, but, you know, it very, very quickly turns from... Uh, one second. Here we go. 
uh, it very, very quickly turns from pride into hubris very easily. You know, that's a very thin line. But when that happens, you can look around you and understand how much destruction is happening. Let's take this phone call one more time. Hello, caller. Yes, it is. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, that's not me, Ben. <laughs> Let me turn you up just a little bit. This is a good crank call. Y'all should hear this one. I'm excited. Uh-huh. God dang. Okay. I want to thank Dr. Bright for calling in. Appreciate that. Uh, nice of you to stop by and pay homage to the show on its way out. But yeah, so I mean, I hope, you know, things seem to be kind of calming down. I really do want to, want to um, just kind of praise Locke for a second. I know that's kind of a strange thing to say. Um, but, you know, for what it's worth, you know, it's, it's much, much more difficult. Let's take a look at this. Uh, this is a post from yesterday on this uh, petition thread that was, you know, originally put up by Dr. Samirian and signed by, uh, you know, multiple, multiple authors, probably uh, thousands, thousands of articles worth of authors. Each one of those authors is going to be getting a message from me when this article goes up. So yeah, well, I saw you better than this. So well, they'll they'll read. double ban you for harassment. But, um, yeah, Locke, Locke went out and said, as an originating party behind this statement, I would like to request the thread be locked which is not a good idea, but that's okay. I get where you're coming from, and I, I appreciate the sentiment. Regardless of good intentions and despite just desires for representation, this initiative has done little more than sow resentment and division with our sister branches, and it has done much, much more harm than good. Though I still wish to protect our fellow authors, I believe it's important to protect contributors to ES as they are part of, their, of our community. There's a better way to go about this. Putting this together was a gross overstepping on my behalf, and I begged staff to lock this thread off and somewhat alleviate my mistake. And so I, I really respect that. That's very difficult to do. And while, yes, the initial error shouldn't have been done to begin with, it's, it's much, much harder to, you know, go back and take back what you said in some ways. It's, much, it's a much harder pill to swallow once you've done all the things that Locke has done in that incorrect direction to then stop and turn around. It's a lot more energy to stop that momentum and, and make a 180. So in that respect, you know, you know I, I really respect that. About this letter. Go ahead. Um, you know how it says, uh, so resentment and division with our sister branches. This seems to me as if Locke has been asked or contacted or somehow learned about the, the ambassador team. Because the only way he would know that this resentment and division even exists is that the ambassadors have told him. Because uh, negotiations in private have been fucking intense, but they have only happened in private and in INT channels, private for ambassadors. And ES is not engaged. Nobody from ES is engaged anywhere except like two Twitter threads. So the only reason he would know is he was asked if he contacted the ambassador team and Given that he was still, like, dead set on continuing this approach when the, when the letter first came out, it seems to me that 
It's part of like the the winding down process that the ambassador team is attempting. They contacted Locke. Hmm. That's a suspicion. I have no proof of this, but uh, the way his message is typed seems to suggest this. Yeah, it certainly would be a little a little different if this was like a pressurized statement that the um, let's say the more politically active individuals on the wiki um, pressured Locke to say. But I think even then, um, you know, unless it's just straight up capitulation in that regard, you know, I still do respect this. It's it's hard to do this, and yeah, of course, the damage is done. Uh, this should never have happened to begin with, absolutely. Um, but you know, this I, I think, especially particularly given how vocal and how vis visible Locke has been in this situation as sort of a prime primary member of this quote-unquote other side. You know, I think even if this is a, a little muddy, um, maybe behind the scenes, I still think this is a good thing to see. It is a good thing. Yeah, definitely. I just think it points to how... Right oh, sorry. To, sorry, I was going to say, you'd have people apologize then to continue double-downing until everything falls apart. I want to thank uh, Dr. I, who is this? Dr. IGP, thanks for showing up. May not be interested to speak. All right, well, thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, so, I mean, I, I hope this is kind of the end of it. I do expect that Ian will say something at some point, like the staff in some sort of staff capacity. Um, I think that'd be nice to see. Um, but yeah, um, I, I don't know. I've been kind of flabbergasted this whole time. We, we're not even getting into the idea about how hypocritical this whole thing was in so many ways. Um, if you go to my blog, I'm just going to uh, show myself one more time, just in case you haven't seen this. If you go to my blog, um, I took the time to look at what people were saying when Harmony was requesting her articles to be deleted. Um, and then I have juxtaposed those immediately side by side with what those same individuals are saying now that the tables are turned and they're the ones who want to override CC uh, legality in order to respect an author's wishes on the basis of uh, on the basis of um, authorial sovereignty, and it's it's just quite dramatic to see. So I mean, you know, my my issue with this whole thing was before you even get into the morality of you know is this the right thing to do? You know, representing pride in this fashion is this a reasonable demand to make? Uh, you know, before you even get to all that. Um, what's at the core of this is built upon just one of the most egregious and dramatic contradictions I've ever, ever witnessed in my life. And so on that point, that completely invalidates everything downfield for me because you're starting on something that you previously a year ago were saying the opposite of when it benefited you. And so we've got, we've got a severe... Yeah, it shows off the hollowness of it all. Yeah, we've got a severe problem even before we get to the discussion of whether or not this is the right thing to do or whatever, you know, for your particular, uh, you know, interests. I mean, you, you know, you're all, you started on a foot that's contradicting everything that you said last year. In some cases, you know, very specifically. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, demandingly and insistingly so, saying things that are literally the complete opposite of your position now when it's, when, it, when the shoe is on the other foot. Yeah, and so that's that's really my issue with it is that it, it was just the hypocrisy of it. I mean, we can talk all day about, uh, you know, like for example, uh, what Dr. Samarian says down here in reply to Locke. It says, uh, I'll just read this. Dr. Marion says, I strongly disagree with Locke's statement here on multiple levels. 
Well, I'd love to see this resolved without confrontation. The people who've signed this and have voices too, the point of it is to make them heard, not myself or anyone who helped me organize this. Um, so, I mean, before we get into the minutiae of those things, uh, you know, we've already overstepped and completely, uh, you know, violated the idea that there is some sort of deeper principle, philosophically or morally, guiding people's behaviors and the, and the loudest people's behaviors on the SCP Wiki. And so, one of my things that I want to say, just going out on, is that you know, it's great to you know, sort of mama bird your community. It's great to sort of defend your own and stand up for your, your own, you know, side or, or people or, or whatever. But it does no good to your side if you base everything, all of your principles okay, on there. that one desire. Uh, it, it doesn't make you look any good. It doesn't do anybody any favors if you flip-flop on what should be core principles like this so easily. Yeah, it shows that you don't really stand for the things you're claiming to stand for. The only thing you care about is what you need to say in the moment to have the have the high ground and to feel like you're fighting the just fight. Yeah, absolutely. Almer Duck, did you have something else to say as well? Um, I think it's interesting to see the degree of desperation that people have had to force ES to like abide by this request. The dumbest shit has been proposed, like, um, something about an authorial intent in CC, which doesn't even apply, because it's uh, a different work. Something about creating a new branch, uh, directed by other people, Oof. and... It's like, who? Well, it's, it's E-N's yeah, chosen E-N's Obviously, you don't know anybody who speaks <laughs> Spanish, otherwise this would not have happened, guys. It's the same thing that happened with SCPD, yeah, right? I mean, you come in, you install... I mean, it's a coup. You install people who are politically friendly with yourself so that you don't have to deal with this anymore. Literally, openly considering a coup in front of the people you're going to try yeah. and coup. It's wild. Sorry, go ahead, Almer Duck. I know you weren't done. Go ahead. Uh, people have pointed this out as, like borderline CIA behavior, which I think it's obviously a gross comparison because the CIA fucking kills people, but the, the tendency towards like wild authoritarianism is kind of hilarious to see in the opposite side of the spectrum. Woodrow Wilson would approve. Yeah, it's 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 dramatic, yeah, it's you know. I mean, it, it's it's sad to see how clouded someone's judgment, and obviously collectively, when you get into a mob, obviously, you know, that's one of the first things to go. But it's just sad to see how muddied people's discernment can become when they're just when you make the mistake of preaching that one quality is the most important. You know, that one quality of yours is the most important about you. That's completely false. And as soon as you do that, as soon as you promote the fact that this one thing that we can all sort of bond around is your defining trait you get really really uh staunch militancy and it very very quickly devolves into things like dogma and you know you know I'll, I'll soften it up just a little bit here and say authoritarian like behavior yeah and it just goes uh, like I you're think we're before, the oppressed, like. oppressed my oppressed minorities can when our Egypt Anyone is equally as capable of wielding the hammers when they've got the upper hand. Thank it's you. not about whether you're gay or not. You can be a gay authoritarian. Mm -hmm. I think we can drop the like, it's just authoritarian. Yeah, yeah just because just because you're <laughs> just because gay people are repressed in a lot of the world doesn't mean that at the same time in this specific instance, 
a group of people who are gay can't oppress another people, group of people who are also gay. Yeah, that's the real sad part about it, you know. I hope my gets fucking enough. You're, you want, you just want the power. Yeah, I mean, it, it's you know, it's such an ironic thing because you have to have that sort of um, subversive, sort of iconoclasm in the first place to differentiate by which you can fight the mainstream, which is what's been happening for the last few decades, obviously. But let's not let's not just repeat the same instances. This sh this shouldn't be about hey, it's my turn to hold the whip that you've been holding for the last decades. You should take the whip from that person's hands who doesn't deserve to have it and put it down or at least if you're going to wield it at least not flog people with it that's completely the opposite of what you should be doing so you know that's the yeah, saddest get rid of that thing shit. literally nobody likes the whip literally yeah, nobody put it down, get rid man. of it isn't that You'll kind of applauded. the point yeah that's the whole point of this is to, is to get rid of it uh dr igp i think you're trying to speak yeah. let me turn you up just a little bit go ahead Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, yeah, I was just saying. Everybody loves the whip when they're wielding it, right? Like, um, uh, saying that you don't like authoritarianism is something people only say when they're not the authoritarian. Yes. Yeah. Well said. If you and are then... in the position. If you are in the position of power, some. I mean, obviously, if you're a good person, but most of the time, when you're in the position of power, you have no issue with abusing it. It's only when you're not in the position of power. But yeah, I don't want to repeat my. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's, it's more it's more um, deviant than that. It's more subtle than that because what happens is, from your perspective, you always maintain that prior uh, position, that pr that prior perspective where you're the good guy. You're doing this for every good reason. You don't really have to think about it. You know, this is just right on its face by fiat, and that can carry you all the way to the point where you completely miss the fact that you've gone well past the point of this being moral or hypocritical or whatever. And that completely, your, your self-assuredness completely erases the need for any sort of self-examination. That's how you get people acting like authoritarians who have been the subject of authoritarianism prior. Yeah. So, yeah, really well said. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. All right. Um, so I kind of want to take a second. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how long this show is going to be. Like I said, I don't have any notes prepared. I kind of wanted or felt like we would just talk about this. Um, so... I think that I think that we've said a lot about it. Uh, unless anybody else wants to say anything else, I think I'll move on. There's one other thing that I think we'll get to today, which is a uh, voicemail that was left. But before we move on, does anybody have any uh, closing thoughts about this particular subject? Uh, I don't know if you guys have talked about this before. Uh, I posted about what I've learned from the diplomatic situation directly from uh, ES ambassadors. I don't know if um, you talk about that in here because... Uh, it was posted about in the Discord, but not in the call. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you fill us in, just in case? Because I'm not sure myself. Well, uh, uh, let me let me finish the post. Give me, give me a minute. Well, uh, we'll come back to it then. Um, I guess in the meantime, we'll listen to this voicemail that was left um, a few days ago. Uh, so let's, let's listen to this and see. It's from the same number that left us a nice sing-song sing-along sort of voicemail last time so i think i know who this is uh who called but let's just um let's just give it a quick listen and we'll uh see what we can think of it here we go oh the whispers from it oh my bad hold on i just cut you off one more time this is the worst produced show ever hold on Oh, the whispers so from SCP staff chat writer, can't you hear what they say? The whispers of the yurt and the ruling class. 
Ryder, can't you hear them today? They plot their war against convicts way. They scheme for fame and capital gain. They fight in the name of Harry Blank in a war against the free communities. Writers and voters, content creators, let's keep conflict alive. Strike at the yurt and the O5 ban, hammer victory so conflict can thrive. Now the back rooms are worldwide power, now the authors are no longer alone. The old ruling class will fall to the wayside in an all-new union of free communities. Writers and voters, content creators, let's keep conflict alive. Strike at the yurt in the O5 ban, hammer victory so conflict can thrive. I love it. It's the it's the conflict internationale. Wow, look at that. We've got our own anthem now. That's just great. Well, thank Love you for that. It. I'm pretty sure that was Dr. Caldall uh, with an improved mic from last time, so I appreciate that. That's nice to see. But yeah, um, thanks. All right, we'll check back in with all I of that. have the post yeah. at hand. Okay. So, in short, just to give a picture of how fucked up INT was a few days ago, um... The Asian communities have to step in in ES's favor. Uh, oh my god, really? They never do that. Yeah, and even the Chinese, which uh, just kind of fucked off from INT after after the traditional Chinese branch uh, got officialized, which is Taiwan. And they decided to step in in ES's favor. Uh, just to give an idea of like the fucking magnitude this had, everyone intervened and most people were apparently in Yes's favor, except for like a uh, Polish branch. I understand. Uh, things got so like off the hook during negotiate negotiations that one of the Portuguese ambassadors uh, made some kind of half joke. Apparently, that uh, INT was going to pay hitmen to hunt down Yes members, which I I'm sure was a joke, but like. That's, uh, that's kind of inappropriate. <laughs> uh, that uh, everyone in ES was kind of creeped out by this, but I'm sure they didn't make a big fuss out of it in INT. Uh, huh. One of the proposed solutions was that uh, Yen was going to fucking annex INT, and everyone was going to respond to their guidelines, which you know, uh, that would, I'm sure that would fly. Was that uh, it didn't suggestion? fly, but a surprising amount of branches agreed with this. Uh, a bunch of the smaller ones, apparently. They probably um, were tired of tired of doing the management. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, another another solution was the idea that FR and D have their own policy about CSS, which is like outlawing most of it, and that yes would fold into that same policy to have like uh, some kind of united front. Um, uh, the difference between FR's, FR and DE's uh, policies compared with ES is that um, ES's is inconsistent. Uh, it's case by case what uh, belongs to the article, what doesn't, and it's free for original content. While uh, FR and DE's is just like plain. Uh, 
Do not translate any CSS gimmicks, only the bare bones necessary. Uh, what folding into this policy would mean is that the pride logos that currently are in ES, both in translations and in original content, would be removed. Uh, which is kind of hilarious that uh, if this had happened, the Yen's um, attempt at forcing ES to like align with them and allow more pride logos would just re result in all of them being removed. Yeah, it's kind of ironic, isn't it? Talk about being hoisted by your own petard. Yeah, exactly. Stepping yeah. on some rakes here. Huh, okay. Apparently, uh, things started shifting in ES's favor after the letter was published. Because um, before that, there were some doubts about the good faith ES had. And the, the potential agreements which uh, started out in Ian's favor uh, started going to... started flipping around to ES until... Well, what is, what is probably the best agreement uh, happened for ES, which is that they will be forced to do nothing and Ian is going to wind down the drama because uh, they were borderline slandered in the internet. It's like, yeah. uh, it's hard to like... Waterline, nothing. Uh, they were, that was libelous, libelous lies. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to like process it's it right that. now, but ES uh, in the future is always going to be the homophobic branch of SCP because that's what they win that's what they were publicized as and Twitter is going to fucking hate them and they're going to lose members over this uh, fucking libel. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's something once again that I posted I, about probably uh, three months ago on the blog, which is that if you have this this edge where you're continuously using it to cut people who you ideologically disagree with. You know, when you shave that edge, you know, you just you don't really take away the edge, right? If you ban this cast of people because you don't like their beliefs, you don't actually get rid of the edge. You just move the edge closer to where you are standing, right? And so we've gotten to the point now where that edge is now bisecting the the actual you know identity political group that this is supposed to be in the favor of. But I want to welcome one uh, KD. Yeah, Thanks for showing up. Insane. Yeah. It's me. I'm, I'm just lurking here. All right. Well, thanks for coming by. I appreciate it. Y'all go check out uh, 1KD's article on Config if you haven't. And I also want to welcome uh, Lamak for showing up. Appreciate it. All right. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, we've been doing this about an hour. Um, I certainly appreciate everybody showing up. Um, you know, it means it, it meant a lot to me to be able to get with everybody and talk about this kind of stuff. When I first did the show, I wasn't sure if anybody would would be, you know, uh, as geeked uh, about this space, you know, enough to show up and talk about these things. But I was proven incorrect about that, and so uh, I really appreciate that. And I've had a great time being up here and listening to your thoughts. And I hope, I hope um, once again that this is sort of a model. Somebody who doesn't have as many life commitments that I do um, can give somewhat of an outlet to people, because I think one of the major take homes from this is that. You know, people need to have a voice. You know, Almerduck was saying that once this uh, letter, this statement from ES came out, that's when things sort of cooled down. And I think a lot of people sort of, for lack of a better word, got rhetorically uh, bitch slapped, you know, into realizing how stupid of a move this was. And so it's just very important to, even if you disagree with somebody, even if you think uh, from your standpoint that somebody is just the biggest evil that they could possibly be, it's still important to listen to what they have to say. Uh, because you never know what's going to be tucked in there, and you may be surprised at what you hear. 
So I think that's a really important thing to keep in mind. But yeah, I mean, so this is the kind of stuff we talk about in the Society for Containment uh, Fiction Discord. I would highly recommend you go there if, uh, if you've liked this show. Um, and yeah, once again, I just appreciate everybody for coming by and, um, you know, this is not, this is not me, you know, backing out uh, of any commitment, uh, that I have to the space or anything, but, um, it's just that my kids are growing up quicker and I've got, I've got to make more room for them. Uh, for example, this show takes place during the time of day that my, my daughter typically is taking a nap. Well, she's kind of getting out of naps now, so I'd have to just sequester myself and shut the door to her and things like that to get it done with. So, um, you know, just not every, everything comes to an end. I think this is a natural way to end this. So, um, but I really appreciate it. I've had such a good time up here. I think we've had a tremendous, uh, series of shows here. You can always go back and listen to them. And I think we've had just some of the best conversations that I've heard in the space. And it's all thanks to the people who've, who've joined me, uh, particularly those, uh, who've been around for a long time. Uh, Murray, Harmony, Almerduck, um, Jane Bond was around for a long time. Uh, just want to thank you all. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for making the space to come and talk every week, every other week. However often we did it, I always really enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Thank you. All right, y'all. Well, you have a good one, and uh, I'll see you all in the Discord, right? Peace. See ya. See you. I feel the shadows now upon me And the angels back into me Before I go, dear sisters and brothers Won't you come and sing for me? Sing those hymns we sang together In that plain little church With the benches all worn How dear to my heart How precious the moments We stood shaking hands And singing a song 
My burden is heavy, my weight has grown weary. I have traveled a road that is long, and it would warm this heart, my dear, dear brother, if you come and sing me one song. Sing those hymns we sang together in that plain little church with the benches all warm. How dear to my heart, how precious the moments we stood shaking hands and singing them songs. In my home beyond the dark river Your sweet faces no more will I see Until we meet where there's no more sad parting Won't you come and sing for me Sing those hymns we sang together in that plain little church with the benches on. How dear to my heart, how precious the moments we stood shaking hands and singing a song. We stood shaking hands and singing them songs.